what up? Welcome to the Fantasy Fam. Thank you guys for listening. I'm here with my cousin Kyle. Unfortunately, my brother could not be with us today, but he is with us in memory and in spirit. Oh my god, that sounds awful. <laughs> <laughs> I know, Why it sounds like it? he's he's just not here like physically <laughs> on the computer doing this with us, but, but he's okay. He's, he just had to work. Um, and obviously, since the season is coming up, we're trying to you know record and prepare for our own drafts and help you guys with your drafts as much as possible. Um, happy Tuesday. We've already gone through some of uh, some of the rookies, the quarterbacks, the receivers, the running backs, the tight ends. Today, we're actually going to go through a mock draft. Yeah. So, without further ado, Kyle, why don't you tell us uh, tell us the rules, a little bit of background here, and what we're doing? All right, awesome. So, if you guys don't know anything about this, please look into it. It's called Sleeper Bot. Okay, I used to do my ones on Draft Wizard. It's a great thing. I love Draft Wizard. I will not talk badly about them, but I like the Sleeper Bot more. It has so much customization to it in terms of half point PPR, full PPR, standard, how many teams. You know, uh, like uh, the player rankings, it's it's incredible. I love it so much. Um, you can actually pick how long each pick you, you know, how long you get for each pick. So what I decided, we're going to do a 12-team PPR league, um, and we're going to have about two minutes per pick. We're never going to use that two minutes, but it just gives us the opportunity for, because if we use that two minutes, good God. Um, we'll be discussing, we'll be discussing. Yes, but it's, SleeperBot is an awesome thing. You can start actually, you can start either doing mock drafts on there and just getting rid of them, actually, or you can set it up in the form of a league, like a standard regular league that you want to use, and you can actually copy it over to other formats. It's really cool. I really like SleeperBot. I have a question for you. Sure. Two questions, actually. Are there actually live people drafting? First question. And second one, um, where do they get the rankings from? Sure. Um, so there are people who actually um, who use them as a, like a standard um, like draft site. They use them as their regular draft site. They plan the draft date out and use it just the way that other leagues would use. You can set it up customization, you know, customize it to however you want it and how you league, uh, how you set up your league. It can actually email people and send uh, links to people who want to be in your league or in your league, so they can, you know, enter the draft room or enter the league. It's pretty awesome. Um, as it posts, when in regards to the uh, the rankings, I'm actually not quite sure where they get their rankings from. I'm not sure if it's from a uh, third party, if they use like multiple parties, um, whether it's from Fantasy Pros, ESPN, Yahoo. I, it might be a you know a com- combination of all of them, but it's a very yeah, very aggregate. useful tool. Yeah, it's a very very useful tool. I'm a very big fan of it from what I've done uh, so far. So without further ado, we are going to draft from the number seven position out of twelve teams, PPR, and we're gonna we're gonna mostly focus on best player available. We are gonna you know take some value picks when they're there. We might have some reach picks when we're there, and it kind of sets up our next few shows about you know values, reach, bust, steals. It kind of gets you you know prepared for those. So without further ado, we are going to begin the draft. Right, and so plus, nobody's hurt right now, so <laughs> everybody that is, is true as well. And also, what's great about this is it does it based on randomization, where it's not going to be the same player going first overall all the time. Um, Lev Bell comes off the board at one. Then Todd Gurley, Zeke, Kamara, David Johnson, and Antonio. So pretty much the usual, you know, suspects. Um, can you sort it differently? Yeah, there yeah. we go. Mm-hmm. Oh, that looks you much better. You can sort it by position. You. you can sort it by all. So what we have left on the board at number, uh, number seven, we have Saquon. We have Melvin Gordon, Odell Beckham, Kareem Hunt, Leonard Fournette, DeAndre Hopkins. Ton of value still at the seven position. I, I'm a big fan of that position. Yeah, I think seven is very interesting. Um, obviously, there's a couple running backs here now that I think would be a great pick. We'd be reaching on some of the potential receivers just because it's such a deep position, and right. we may be able to get one of those in the, on the yeah. way back in the second round. So, I mean, I'm, I'm down for one of these running backs if you yeah. want. 
you're going to go Saquon. I know you like Melvin Gordon, Kareem Hunt, Fournette. Uh, yeah, exactly. Like, I'm with you with the wide receiver position. If Antonio had fallen, that's a different story. He's in a tier of his own. Um, Agreed. But since he's gone, I'm going to focus on who I think is the best best chance to finish as the number one running back, and that is Saquon Barkley. Um, Do I'm it. I'm a big fan of him this year. So I'm going to draft Saquon Barkley with the number seven pick. Uh, for all of you listeners out there, there is a chance Saquon is actually going to move up into that top five once your draft comes. Very good chance. All right, so yeah. uh, as we stand here, uh, DeAndre gone, Kareem Hunt gone, Melvin Gordon gone, Dalvin Cook gone, <clears throat> Odell, Fournette, Julio, Keenan, Allen, Michael Thomas, and Devonta Freeman. So pretty much standard kind of look at what we were, you know, we'll be expecting. So we sit here at the two six, uh, second round pick here. We you know right smack dab in the middle of the draft. And we have some good players still out there. You know, Christian McCaffrey is the number one player on their board. Devontae Adams, A.J. Green, Jarek McKinnon, Jordan Howard, Gronk, Mike Evans, and the list goes on. So where are you thinking right here? I'm thinking early in the draft, too. I mean, obviously, you really want your top, you know, few round guys to, to pan out. Mm-hmm. So at this point, it's, I mean, there's so many good athletes still on the board. Um, you really got to look at position. And, I mean, at the end of the day, it's who you really want to root for, right? Because... Christian McCaffrey is going to get a ton of opportunity. Devonta Adams is going to be the number one receiver with Aaron Rodgers back. A.J. Green, I think the Bengals are going to be putrid this year, so they're going to be throwing a lot from behind. Um, so he's going to get a lot of a lot of play. Jarek McKinnon is an incredibly interesting option right here. Mm-hmm. We could load up on our high-potential running backs because obviously he will not be there with, with our next pick. Um Honestly, I think in a PPR, it's probably be between McCaffrey, Adams, AJ Green, and McKinnon. Yeah, I'm with the same. I mean, if you ever wanted to get a jump start on uh, a certain position to be well above the the rest of the competition, Gronk is always a fantastic option. Um, I love Gronk, um, but it, I'd rather stay on the best player available train right now. And for me, that's probably going to be Devontae Adams. Um, I think Devontae Adams is the best wide receiver available, and it fills a our need. You know, not as much a need, but I like the fact that we can have a number one running back and a number one wide receiver mm-hmm. on the same team. So, no, I think it's good balance. It's a good way to start yeah. the draft, and obviously this isn't our team. We're just, you know, giving it a shot Love so it. far this so, early in the season, so do it. Devontae, let's do it. Yeah. Wow. Great start. All right. Very happy with that start. You get a number one receiver. You get a number one running back. Nothing better than uh, no feeling than that. I love that wow. feeling. And McKinnon went right yep. after we picked Adams. Wow, that's look crazy. How many, okay. look, how much, look how much green there is on that board. The green color for all of you listeners is running backs. And I can tell you that there are, without even counting, there's at least 12 running backs that have gone in that first two rounds. Maybe even more. Maybe we're looking at 14. Um, pretty incredible stuff. A lot more green. A lot more green. Gronk. Which I love. Some other because as much as I love a great running back, I also love value. Okay? I love me some great value. And there are no running backs on the board right here that I would feel comfortable drafting in that middle of third round, because off the board comes Howard, McCaffrey, Joe Mixon, Derek Henry goes really early in third, Darius Geis, yeah. uh, LaShawn McCoy. Ah, man, LaShawn McCoy, honestly, I'm, I don't want to, for anybody listening out there that may be in one of my leagues, um, he's all yours. So I'm, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm going to stay away unless he falls to the seventh or eighth round. Yeah, if he's, there in, he the, probably if he's won't. there in the fifth round for me, I would take him, but that's about it. So on our board right now, we stand with the two Minnesota wide receivers and Adam Thielen, Stephon Diggs. Uh, we see the you know the number two tight end available in Travis Kelsey, Larry Fitzgerald, Amari Cooper. Um, the list goes on again. So I'm gonna get your thought first, quick, and then I'll tell tell you mine. Ooh, I think in a PPR, I slightly favor Thielen mm-hmm. over Diggs, but the, I mean the big play potential. 
Ah, Kirk Cousins' first year offense. Um, I'd be okay with either one of them, honestly. But I think I, I might have Thielen ranked slightly above above yeah. Diggs. I have I like the ceiling more for for Diggs because of the touchdown potential. Because in a perfect world where Diggs plays 15, 16 games, he is a twelve touchdown type guy. Um, but I do like the reliability of Adam Thielen, so I would be perfectly fine taking Thielen here. I think that's a really good compliment to Devontae Adams' touchdowns is Adam Thielen's receptions. So. I'm a big fan. We're going to take Adam Thielen with that pick. Wow. Let's let's go Kirk. So Aaron Rodgers is the first quarterback off in the, the 3-8 position. I'm not a huge fan of that, but it is what it is. Uh, Kelsey Stefan comes off the board after that. Larry Fitzgerald, uh, Zach Ertz, Tyreek Hill, Amari Cooper. We see another running back finally come off again in Alex Collins. Juju, a number two wide receiver coming off uh, 4-4, and then Kenyon Drake. So where we sit right now, we have Saquon Barkley, Devontae Adams, and Adam Thielen. Very happy with that right now. All right, so players we could be targeting with the next ones. We have Jay Ajayi, uh, Demarius Thomas, Josh Gordon. I mean, not a, not a, the fourth, fifth round is where you're starting to get into a little bit of, tr- not so much trouble, but you get to, into that value pit um, where everyone kind of blends together. So I have an eye on a guy I like here. You have to tell me who you're thinking. Yeah, ooh. There's somebody that I like too because right here I do – not like any running backs. Lamar Miller, I believe, is going to be uh, yeah. su- supplanted as the number one running back yeah. by by Foreman once he comes back healthy, if he's healthy, hopefully. Um, I think he's just much more electrifying back in Miller. They've given him so many chances. I, I don't even want to talk about him anymore. Um, there's a couple sleeper running backs that may be there when we draft again, but I think now that Case Keenum is in Denver and Demarius Thomas is there, who could be our potentially third receiver or flex spot yep. I think is a, is a great value pick right here in the fourth round that's me I was going to say either Demarius Thomas and if, if things were better in a perfect world for somebody like Josh Gordon I love Josh Gordon I think he has electrifying talent that could be a number one but the team makeup and him as a whole I just I don't love it so for me it's it's yeah it's it's Demarius Thomas I think he's <clears> he's the safest pick here I think him and Case Keenum are going to get along quite well receptions are going to yeah. be up in that 85 or 90 range again um, touchdowns I don't care about but uh, all right, so sweet. We agree on that one. I love the Demarius Thomas pick here. I think it helps Emmanuel Sanders as well, and apparently this is the healthiest he's been. He's having the best camp right. he's had since he was in Denver, and he was a, a Pro Bowl player two times already. I think this is his fourth year. Obviously, he's comfortable with the surroundings. He's one of the leaders. And real quick, I wanted to touch on, because you said Josh Gordon, I think incredible athlete, obviously, with tremendous upside, but I prefer uh, Jarvis Landry this year, I think, with mm-hmm. Tyrod Taylor not throwing That's true. deep. And they're going to try and run the ball, and I think they're going to. I think Jarvis. People are like underestimating how many times he's going to get the ball because of all the other athletes. But mm-hmm. Cream rises to the top. I think he can catch yeah. everything, and he has proven to. He's got great hands. He's reliable. He's going to be a vacuum. I think he's going to. He's going to. He might catch a hundred passes again this year, which people don't think is possible. So, I agree. I, I like the Jarvis Landry as well as we can look him. Uh, you know, he's gone in this one, but you know, guys, you could be looking fifth, <coughs> sixth round pick for Jarvis Landry for a guy. It's PPR monster. Right, so we have the number. Unfortunately, we put the uh, the clock on, which is killing us now because we have to run through it. But it makes it realistic. <laughs> it makes it you know two minutes per pick. So we have our three running backs. We had Saquon <coughs> in the first. I mean, yeah, three wide receivers. We have Saquon in the first, and we're looking at potential running backs here. We have a lot of good value there, I believe, um, in this you know fifth round. We have Rashad Penny, Royce Freeman, Deion Lewis, Sony Michelle still on the board, Marvin Jones still on the board. Um, after that, we're looking at a little bit of a reach in terms of Corey Davis, in terms of Michael Crabtree. I like Evan Ingram, still a little early for him. Sammy Watkins, Street Cohen, great value. I mean, great players, but they'd be a little bit of a reach here, not, not as much as a value. So where are you sitting? Because I have my player mapped out right here. 
Yeah, I think at this point, too, in the draft, because we've got a couple guys fell to us, I would yeah. say, right? Great value picks that mm-hmm. I'd be okay reaching because I always talk about conviction and you got to mm-hmm. like reach for the reach for the guys, the players that you that you believe in, that you want on your team. Right? It's, it's all about conviction. So you could pick a guy in the fifth round that ends finishes right. in the top three at this position. I think because we have three receivers right now, we're deep at the position and all we have is Barkley, who's still unproven. Um, there are running backs that I'm that I'm eyeing right now. And honestly, because Sony Michel is hurt. I'm I'm gonna rule him out right now. I think that'd be that'd be too high. Plus he's in New England, so I think maybe Burkhead later would be of greater value to have. Um, right now it's honestly between I think Royce Freeman on Denver because I think he's gonna rise to the top, take over because we've seen Booker get the ch- like chances and chances over the years, and he's not can't hold on to the ball. He can't stay healthy. Or Dion Lewis, honestly, yeah. but I think it is gonna be a they are gonna split carries. Yeah, my be committee uh, backfields. So. I love I love Royce Freeman. He is one of my favorite rookies this year, without a doubt, just because of his opportunity. But if we're talking in terms of value here, I completely, utterly disagree with him and Henry. Um, I think the cream rises to the top, and I just really do not think Derrick Henry is a good enough NFL player. Um, I don't. He could have beat out Demarco Murray last year. He could have seen more time with you know more opportunities when uh, Demarco wasn't healthy, and he just didn't really perform for such a big guy. You would think he would be great after contact, and I've said it, and I'll say it again. He is one of the worst running backs when it comes to yardage after con- after making contact. He is one of the worst, <laughs> if not the worst, for such a I long. I mean, he's man. no Marshawn. He did have that crazy playoff game, and I do think some of the and opportunity falls in the coach's hands. But they, they, were, they were trying to ride the Demarco train, like. They paid Dion to the end of the station, of man. They paid him a lot of money, so for a running back. So I, I'm really on that Dion train. I would personally rather have Dion Lewis over Royce Freeman, but I would understand the Royce Freeman hype, um, given the fact that he only has to compete with you know Devontae Booker. Yeah, no, that's fine. I mean, you, you got the mouse, you're clicking, so I'm uh, I'm, I'm alright with how Dion here, all just right. to see how our team plays out. Yeah, let's do it. Plus, we got him in the fifth round, and if we think he's gonna get more opportunity, yeah. And, Execute two better rounds, than two rounds later than Derrick Henry. Than Henry, exactly. Love That's it. crazy. All right, so we see the running backs come off the board a little bit more now. We see Rashad Penny, Sony Michelle coming off. Royce Freeman then goes. Uh, Greg Olson. We see another tight end come off the board. Tommy B comes off, and then there's Rex Burkhead. Oh wow, nice. Rex Burkhead. I am a big fan of this year, especially <clears throat> with the news coming out about Sony Michelle. Um, I think. It's Sony Michelle is going to be a good running back in that system. However, uh, I do like Rex Burkhead in terms of his Swiss Army knife kind of skills. He's not very fast, but but he is a, he is elusive in his own way. So I do like that one. Okay, so where we sit here, let's recap our team. We took Saquon first, second round we Devonte Adams, Adam Thielen, Demarius Thomas, and Dion Lewis. Really, really nicely balanced team. Okay, so at this point. I don't know about you, but I'm thinking, you know, I want to just keep taking the best player available. I don't care what they fill. I don't care what their position is. Um, I'm just looking for the best player available who's going to help my team. Yeah, I I completely agree. I think if you wouldn't mind scrolling down just a little bit for me, because I think some of these guys, ooh, some of them are ranked way too high. Yeah, these rankings are, once again, they're all all subject to uh, individual, um, you know, draft sites and it's mostly a consensus but for the most part you know there are certain ones that outweigh others um so and that and that can be good honestly though because Mm -hmm. you're drafting with a bunch of wild cards in every league right who follow the rankings basically people pick like they're on auto pick and others just do their own thing which i mean i prefer honestly sometimes i like when the rankings are skewed when people follow them because then that's what they're looking at right Right. i have my own rankings i show up to the draft with my own rankings 
So uh, I do. I agree. I like that as well. Um, for me, there's still Marvin Jones available, who I think is going to be Matt Stafford. Again, one of his favorite targets. Um, you know, we are sitting in the sixth round. I think it's... I'm not a huge fan of drafting tight ends early, but if we were going to take one, I would be very happy with Evan Ingram here. Um, I was going to say as well. And I don't well. care about Saquon having Saquon. I think that a Giants offense is going to be pretty potent this year. Um, so I'd be perfectly fine with two of them on one team. Um, I think it's a little early to take somebody like uh, with the upside that I like in terms of Tariq Cohen and Kerryon Johnson. You were say it, I, I enjoy both of them very much. I think <laughs> both of them are going to be very good players this year. But I think for my personal preference, they're both around early. I would take either one of them in the seventh round. Yeah, I think, um, I mean, I'm not going to get into my to my love for Tariq <laughs> just yet. Um, because, I mean, you, you guys don't know if I, if I do or don't. I mean, obviously, cat, cat's out the bag in, in this case. Hopefully nobody in uh, Susquehanna Squirrels is, uh, is, <laughs> is listening to this so they can snipe him right out from under me. True. Um, yeah, so no, I don't like Tariq Cohen at all right now. Let's go. Evan Ingram, I'm thinking, is, is of great value. He'd be a great tight end, and we can pick a sleeper potentially later. Or, I mean, the upside of Will Fuller in that offense is incredible, especially if teams try and double nuke. Um, Sammy Watkins, no, no thanks. Not that early. Just yet. I don't know what they're going to be like, the offense. Yeah. I mean, they, they should be a potent offense, electrifying, tons of big plays, but... It's it's early, you know. They gave up somebody yeah. that was Mr. Reliable and Alex Smith for somebody with upside who hasn't played yet. And it's kind of a gunslinger, like a young, a long Favre. Yeah, I know. I agree. In Mahomes, so um, yeah, I'd be really fine avoiding a wide receiver here because while I do like Marvin Jones and I do like, you know, I think it's a little early for Sammy Watkins. I I, I like them as players, but I'd rather get a you know a top five tight end in my mind in Evan Ingram, and then you know potentially getting a Pierre Garcon in the next round, or getting a Jamal Williams or Isaiah Crowell, a prove, you know a starter for their team in the, in the round after. Yeah, you know wow. I, mean? I think that's even pretty... Carlos Hyde. I still see like floating, right. floating out there potentially for the next round. And we could, um, you could see somebody like you know you could see somebody um, like a Tariq Cohen or a Kerryon Johnson potentially falling. Um, you know, there's a good chance they don't, but you know, it's it's the opportunity to take it. But I think that if we're going to go pick here and just kind of think outside the box, I think Evan Ingram's a really nice pick here. Yeah, because it's just like the real draft. All you need is one. Yeah, you only need one person to like them, right? So. Right, and I, I'm, like I said, I am not a big fan of tight ends in the uh, in the early rounds, but there are exceptions that can be made. <laughs> Ingram is disgusting. All right, let's do it. Let's take Evan Ingram with our sixth round pick. All right, sweet. We got Marvin, some athletes, man, catching the football. Marvin off the board, Tariq Cohen off the board, also Russell Wilson. Wilson, Sammy Watkins. <clears throat> I'm looking. Come on, come on. Ah, man. Carry on. Man- Gone. Damn it. Emmanuel Sanders still being there is kind of yeah, would, would it's be a great value pick, except we already have Demarius. So. And I also, I'm going to just throw a name out there. I think a round later would be more of a value in my mind, but he is a starting running back on a team that hopefully is going to be better than last year, and we talked about him before, and that is oh, Marsh- Cleveland? Mar- about the No, Marshawn Lynch. Oh, I, ugh, he I don't know. He is sitting there. Man. He has to be our number three running back. I mean, he has, I just, I love Marshawn. Who else is there? Who else is there? You love him more than having like a Carlos Hyde or a Isaiah Crowell, dude. The whole, but the former Browns team is now all on the, on your team, the Jets, though, right? 
That is true. I mean, it's like we, the new Browns. We have. We. I mean, there's also runs again. We're not. We're not looking to just take our running back here. I mean, if if we decided it, you know, we wanted to take Jameson Crowder or you know Devin Funchess, which I would not. But uh, my point is, is that you know we don't have to take a running back here. But because I think the value for the running back here as our number three is a pretty good one, um, and I like to load up on those running backs in those middle rounds to kind of shape the team. Um, I am a big fan of Marshawn here just because I think his touchdown total could reach nine. I do. I mean, I hope he plays like it's his last season because it probably is going to be his last season. I don't know why John Gruden. I love John Gruden. I love him. Chucky, he's awesome. I'm excited for the Raiders. They gave him uh, probably slightly too much money on the contract, let's be honest. But (laughs) they're going to Vegas. I mean, the fans are crazy. It's going to be awesome, I hope. And I hope Amari, dynasty speaking, does awesome. Um, But he... It's like throwback John Gruden when he used to be coaching with all these old older athletes that he's been picking up. He picked up Doug Martin, who's averaged less than like th- less than like three seven yards a carry. I think it was even less than three yards per carry in the last two seasons. It's yeah. some pretty terrible opportunity. They're probably going to lose DeAndre Washington, Jalen Richard. They got I don't know. I'm, if you, if you're favoring Marshawn, I mean, like I said, you're the you're the one clicking. I think in this, I would prefer either Crowell or Hyde because. I think they are going to be more of the bell cow initially, at least. So we could use one of them in the potential flex spot. Maybe it's a three wide receiver league. Who knows? Oh, such a tough one for me. Honestly, I'd rather avoid all of that and take a, take a better wide receiver than I. I'm just kidding. But like, I, I know what you're saying. Crowder's I, out there too. We can take Crowder. I, if I were taking a wide receiver here, I'm I am fully on the Pierre Garcon train. Um, Jimmy G's. Oh. He's going to be one of Jimmy G's favorite targets. Him and Goodwin could potentially both Goodwin. reach 800 I like plus Goodwin. Yards. I think I'd prefer Goodwin yeah. later on. Um, I don't think Goodwin's going to go that much later, actually. <laughs> yeah, they have Goodwin, Goodwin ranked only like 15 places below this. So He did amazing with him. Yeah, I mean, I think I think a Jimmy G target is going to be important as well. But if we're going based on the running backs, based on opportunity, I'd, I, I like the Crowell pick then. I do. Yeah, do um, I like it. It's our number three running back. I'd be fine with starting him on a, you know, on a bi-weekly basis. So... Well done. You never know, man. The, the Jets were, and I'm going to put this in the nicest possible way, I think they surprised people last year by how competitive yeah. they actually were. That's true. Right? So they stayed in games. When you stay in games, you're going to run the ball. You're going to try and control the clock. And he he flashed in Cleveland. They didn't give him the ball enough. They didn't yeah. give him the ball more than 20 times, like rarely ever, which they should have. And the Jets are, I don't know, an up-and-coming team. they got the quarterback of the future on the bench. I mean, people are excited. So um. Yeah, they're going to be a team that plays from behind a lot, I think, this season again. Um, they are building towards, you know, success. But that being said, they're still a team that needs to, you know, build a little bit more. Um, so I think Crowell's maybe, for in my mind, he was more of a reach pick, but I liked it. I'm okay with the reach pick. I think he's more of an eighth-round pick. Seventh round for uh, starting round. I think he's more of an eighth. I think he's more than eighth round, but I'm perfectly fine with him there. Okay, so we see two more quarterbacks come off the board uh, with Carson Wentz and Cam uh, Superman Newton. Okay, Uh, Jameson Crowder, Robbie Anderson. Another big fan of mine. I am a huge fan of Robbie Anderson this year, especially if he gets zero suspension time. He is one of my favorite values this year. Um, uh, Jordan Reed comes off the board. Chris Thompson and Carlos Hyde. Okay. So where we stand now, I'll read back the team. Our team stands right now. Saquon Barkley, Deion Lewis, and Isaiah Crowell as our running backs. Devontae Adams, Adam Thielen, uh, Demarius Thomas as our wide receivers, and Evan Ingram as the tight end. I feel very, very confident in this team. Um, I would be very happy if we had this as our team. Um, Yeah, yeah, right? So where we stand right now, once again, we have three wide receivers, three running backs, and a tight end. I have no qualms about taking any position here whatsoever. Um... Jamal Williams still on the board, Marquise Goodwin, Cooper Cup, 
you know, remember this is a PPR, so Duke Johnson is still there. Um, if you have faith in the Green Bay running back, it's picking between Aaron Jones and Jamal Williams. Um, I think it's too early, in my opinion, for a quarterback, but personally. So where do you stand at the moment? Yeah, no, let's um, let's wait on quarterback and see who oh, yeah. see who falls. I think at this point, um, I I do like I like Cooper Cup, I like Marquise Goodwin, um, Duke Johnson, of course, in a PPR league. I think there's a tremendous tremendous amount of upside. Who else? Scroll down. I think I saw somebody else too that I like down there. I think I think it might be a round or two too early for Nick Chubb. I do think he eventually becomes the starting running back, and he might not be there with the next pick. So if you want somebody like that that's going to take over week four, five, six, whatever, that you can mm. store on the bench for a little while, it might be the round that you reach for him, right? Because we already have a couple starters already. So, um, But, I mean, of the guys that I mentioned, what are your what are your thoughts? Well, you know, I'd rather sew up the running back position here again. Um, and because I do like Deion Lewis and I have faith in Deion Lewis, I wouldn't have taken him in the fifth round if I didn't. Same with Crowell. Those are situations to monitor because Deion Lewis has Derrick Henry. And Isaiah Crowell, while the Jets have lost faith in him in some way, I still think they're going to use Blau Powell in some way. So I think both of them have – yeah. neither of them are bell cowbacks. Neither one of them. So while I like upside, I also need some sure thing in – some way i need them to be somewhat sure and i am not a hundred percent on him okay i do think he is declining in some way shape or form and i know you're going to say no to this but i'm going to offer it as an option anyway he is going to be the starting running back not the starting pass catching running back and that is cj anderson I knew it. Uh, he's gonna get. He's gonna get close to two hundred plus carries. He's gonna score seven touchdowns. I just. I think the opportunities are there, but if we don't go him, it's Marquise Goodwin for me. Yeah, no, that's a tough one because it, it is a PPR league, but obviously touchdowns are king in in fantasy sports, right? Fantasy football. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm fine with it if we if we pick CJ and see how the team plays out because then we have a bunch of. I mean, and, and to your point, you never really know what's going to happen, right? These are human beings at the end of the day, and we're looking at stats and trying to predict, like, based on the past and what's mm-hmm. going on in the situation and how are they feeling that day and the weather. And mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's pretty difficult, but I think that's why I love it. I mean, personally, it's – I mean, I played football growing up, and it's it's fun. It's incredibly fun watching the game, seeing how they do, seeing how they pan out, just the fight and the gridiron every Sunday. I love it. Yeah, and the fact that I can cheer for somebody like C.J. Anderson is doesn't make me feel good inside. But um, it's it's a body. He he's he's going to start, and he's probably going to get injured. But in the eighth round, he's a pretty decent value for a starting running back. Christian McCaffrey is not really the running back; he's the the, the utility man. And I think he's going entirely too early, but that's a different subject. Um, yeah, I mean, he's another. It's another potential situation like Dion Lewis or like Cruel, right? Because he might not play every down, but he's going to get his touches and he's probably going to take advantage. So, I mean, yeah, pick pick him and see uh, see how the team team rolls. Awesome, that's what we do. These things. That's why mock drafts are so unbelievably important um, <laughs> to people who you know, if they know what they're doing, they don't know what they're doing. All right, so C.J. Anderson off the board. Love it. Kirk Cousins goes next. Devin Funches, bunches of Funches, uh, Mr. Burton, Trey baby. Burton, uh, Marquise Goodwin, Jamal Williams, uh, Chris Carson, Matt Stafford, Andrew Andrew Luck in the ninth round, coming off as a top one, two, three, four, five, six, top ten quarterback at least. Um, that's a little bit of a surprise in my mind. Both Green Bay running backs coming off the board, which I'm not surprised at, and Aaron Jones and Jamal Williams. It's just who will be the starting running back there. All right, ninth round, here we stand. 
We stand with four running backs, and we stand with three wide receivers and one tight end. So let's look through this board. Well, I think, yeah, keep scrolling down. I think you know who I'm going to pick because he's still there, and I know I have a tendency to do that in drafts when there's somebody. It's, it comes down to, say, two guys in, in this round area, and if that guy winds up being there in the next round, I pick him. And I'm and I'm staring. I love Sterling Shepard here. Love him. Yep. Maybe he'll maybe he'll be there in the next pick. Plus we have Ingram, but I, I love that Nick Chubb is here right now because he has he has upside. We don't need him right now. Which one would which one would you rather have? Because I know which one I would rather have. If I you... mean, based based on the you know the insecurity of C.J. Anderson and Crowell, mm-hmm. I think at, I feel even more confident picking Nick Chubb here. Than picking those guys there, just based on that, I think he's going to take over. Okay, so say four, you, five, or six. So say we don't take Sterling Shepard. I'm just playing devil's advocate here. Yeah. Um, okay. So say uh, let's let's create this this hypothetical. Okay. So we take a running back here, and we need our wide receiver. We're going to take our wide receiver next. Would you rather have Nick Chubb and say, I don't know, Marquise Lee, or would you rather have Sterling Shepard and I don't know. Let's say Corey Clement. Yeah, ooh, I don't, I don't know about that. Neither, neither scenario really sounds right. sounds too promising, right, exactly. honestly. Or, or but Ty Montgomery. Ty Montgomery. Though that's another theory. Once again, this has nothing to do with the draft. It's more of my own personal theory. Um, if you want to draft a Green Bay running back, I think I've said this before, and I will continue to say it for the next few weeks. If you say want, what? if you want to take a Green Bay running back, take the last one drafted. That is my theory. Aaron Jones, Jamal Williams off the board, take Ty Montgomery because you get him at the best value and he might be the starting running back. I think he has the best shot of anybody and he's continuously being drafted as the last running back on that team. So, and he catches passes. And he catches passes. Neither one of Jamal Williams and Aaron Jones have stone hands. So, all right, anyway, back to the board. Um, or actually something here that I just noticed too because obviously a lot of, uh, a lot of quarterbacks have just gone – and there's obviously incredible value still later in the draft, but I'm I'm high on a guy here. Let's not. I'm not even going to mention him. Let's not pick him. Um, <laughs> Good one. Thanks. <laughs> That's really insightful. <laughs> he's uh, he's a former New England quarterback. On next in San Francisco. Because <laughs> I know you're not you're not a huge I'm fan. I'm not. Here, <laughs> I think he's going to be a top ten quarterback this year. I think he might be as well. Okay, I'm not disagreeing with that. This is very different than this draft because in some drafts I've seen him go eighth ninth round. Which I am not a huge fan of, but if we can get him in the tenth or eleventh, I'm a little bit more on board. Yeah. Um, plus, we were we were waiting for a quarterback. There's absolutely. still tons, There's tons so of guys much value. Right, down the down the list right now. So here we go, taking Mister Chubb uh, with our n- ninth round pick. Uh, he has all the upside in the world to take over, and we are going to take him. Now, our running back position is pretty awesome. Uh, we have a lot of depth. Even if one of them doesn't pan out, two of them don't pan out. I am very happy with all of them. Let's pray Sterling Shepard makes it. One. Yes! <laughs> wow. More Pick him. We were very happy to see that. Robert Woods comes off the board. Kelvin. Ugh, Kelvin Benjamin. Alan Hearns over Shepard. Wow, that's Eesh. disgusting. Eesh. Well, it's about opportunity. Um, spe- yeah, I just. I, I'm just. I can't. I'm just going to go right to the board. I like personally here. Um, I like them very close. I have them very close in rankings, but Nelson Aguilar and Sterling Shepard have very, very similar numbers for this year. Um, I think that Nelson Aguilar could emerge, especially if Elshon is never healthy. Um, I think Aguilar emerges as a top target for Carson Wentz. So, Sterling Shepard, let's do it. All right, let us run back our team to you. Um, let's go through these last picks. Oh, Gio Bernard in the 11th. Yikes. 
Dude, he's he's looked nasty in limited time. When Mixon was hurt, he was like a top five running back. Oh, one of my favorite quarterbacks this year is still available, and I am running to the board to get him now. Um, could not be happier in my mind. You might think differently. Uh, I'm not sure if he's burned you before, but he has never burned me. And this year, I think he takes another step forward in his maturity, and that is Mr. Mariota. Oh, um, he burned he burned oh, everyone. This oh, year. I love him this year. I think he burned everyone. Oh, I love name. him. Um, isn't it? Isn't it? Mr. Frank Reich is the is the new uh, head coach for the Titans, right? Or is it Vrabel's the coach? Uh, nope, that's oh, that's right. the Colts. Sorry, the Colts. The uh, the offensive coordinator for um, Tennessee is what's his name? Um, I'm losing. He my works mind. with uh, McVay in yeah. In um, Los Angeles. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! What's his name? Hold on. Give me two seconds. Dun, 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 dun. I know. I mean, it helps him. Let's be honest. Uh, he it, needed somebody with an offensive mind. I think that's going to be creative. They've been like archaic in their offensive attack and how they've utilized Mariota. Yeah, and I, I just re- oh my god, this is bothering me now. Hold on. Uh, t- Are you typing? Matt Lafleur. Oh god. Yeah, Lafleur. <laughs> I was thinking of the wrong. Oh, whatever. With these losers in Las Vegas, Lafleur. <laughs> <laughs> So I am a big fan of Mariota this year. I know some people are a little bit off on him. I think that he could really take a step forward this year. Um, Corey Davis, I think if he does, Corey Davis has to. So well, that's another topic because I'm not still not a huge fan of Corey Davis. But No, um, go Mariota, actually, because I, yeah. I think based on where he's going in drafts this year, I like him. I think I picked him a little earlier last year, which mm-hmm. is probably why I feel even more burned. But yeah. with the offensive coordinator, he's, com- he's coming back healthy. Absolutely. Uh, they have a chip on their shoulder. They won that ridiculous playoff game, so there's some momentum. Rabel obviously has a lot to prove as a head coach. That division is up for grabs. Yep, and I like and I, I like, like it. I like the upside, and I like the fact that we can then match him with another quarterback in the next round or two. I'm perfectly exactly. fine doing quarterback, quarterback going, you know, safe, you know, going that that upside in Mariota and that safety net in Alex Smith. Like that to me is a because even looking at the board, I mean, there's a couple guys, right? We could we could have taken Patrick Mahomes, yeah. um, and at this point, right now, after reading all that snuff. Right in the news about how he's thrown all these interceptions, and yeah. maybe, maybe his value drops. That's so you could true. Pick him and Mariota. I'd be perfectly right because Mariota that. seems a lot safer to me than Mahomes, but Mahomes has far more upside. Okay, so we see all the run on quarterbacks for people who are going after the second and even first quarterbacks: Alex Smith, Patrick Mahomes, and Derek Carr off the board. I feel no regrets whatsoever. Um, I am a big fan of of waiting on quarterback. So here we stand. Our team, let's read it back yet again. Our running backs are Saquon Barkley, Deion Lewis, Isaiah Crowell, CJ Anderson, and Nick Chubb. Our wide receivers are Devontae Adams, Adam Thielen, Demarius Thomas, and Sterling Shepard. Really strong core there. It's imperative for people to know that know your league rules, okay? So if you do not have to draft a defense, then don't draft a defense. If you don't have to draft a kicker, don't draft a kicker. So I would spend those last few picks on depth guys and then... At the you know when when the games are about to start, it comes to you know the first week of the season. I would then you know s- drop those guys you don't want anymore and pick up a kicker and a defense. So as it stands right now, our team is pretty pretty nice. I really am a big fan of this team. Um, and I, I mean, if I'm going to do anything right now, it's either at a backup quarterback or a or a, a nice uh, high upside wide receiver. So I don't know about you, but I don't like carrying two tight ends personally. No, I'm, I'm analyzing the because um, I agree. Obviously, we're going to pick defense and kicker in the last two. So this is essentially our this is essentially our last pick. Then we're not going to we're not going to go through that. Um, so best player available, or I like doing an incredibly 
high upside guy uh, who may who may get opportunity eventually. So at this point, it doesn't matter where he is on on the board. Don't want a tight end. Um, wow, I see Jordan Wilkins out there that you were you were hovering over. He he may be the number one running back before long. Um, who who else is up there? Scroll back up real quick. James White, third down back, Theo Riddick, third down back. This is a PPR league after all. Um, ooh, there's a couple high upside receivers that I that I do like. Galladay, Miller. I mean, even even Burita, Burita, yeah. however you say his name, Not is Burita. gonna get is gonna get an opportunity, right? Kyle Shanahan mixes it up. They've always had that is true. two running backs when he's been the offensive coordinator mm-hmm. of teams. So I mean there's a bunch of guys there. Even Peyton Barber, I think, initially is gonna be He's going to get the first crack at Bell Cow back. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree. Because who knows what Jones can do. I know he's he's incredibly fast, but can he catch the football? I agree. Um, I if I'm just going to offer my two cents about my favorite player here, and it's a crowded, crowded wide receiving core, and I know people are going to go in a million different directions. They're going to do that same thing when it comes to, like I discussed, um, in regards to the Green Bay running backs take the last one. I think they're going to do that with this wide receiving core in Jacksonville. Um, and I am a, I am all in 100% on him being the number one receiver, and that is D.D. Westbrook. Um, I think D.D. Westbrook is the true number one there. I think he's going to offer Blake Bortles a safety net over the middle. Um, he has good hands. He has speed. So I am, I'm a big fan of him this year if we're going to go that way. Otherwise, I like Anthony Miller. <laughs> so. Yeah, no, let's go uh, Let's go, D.D. if he's going to be the, uh, the number one. I think it's our, I think it's our, so. I, I really, I, I am a big fan of him this year, and I'm usually not. You have conviction. You have conviction. It is, it is, I have a lot of conviction about him yeah. this year, which is disgusting that Blake Bortles is his quarterback, but it is what it is. And with that, we take D.D. Westbrook, and that is our draft. We are not going to draft our defense and kicker because, guess what? They don't matter to me. I don't care about your defense or your kicker. I, I just don't. So here we stand. Read the team back once again. Loved it. Saquon Barkley, Devontae Adams, Adam Thielen, Demarius Thomas, Dion Lewis, Evan Ingram, Isaiah Crowell, C.J. Anderson, Nick Chubb, Sterling Shepard, Mariota, D.D. Westbrook. The only doubts I have is is that quarterback, is that, you know, having a nice, good backup quarterback. Um, who's still out there? Well, there is some value still out there. Dak is still out there. Eli Manning, who I'd be very happy with as his number two quarterback, is still out there. Jameis Winston, Case Keenum. So there is still very good um, value out there at the quarterback position if you needed to drop someone to pick up another quarterback if Mariota stinks or gets hurt. So really, really strong draft. Um, I like how balanced it was. A lot of young upside, a lot of you know veteran talent there. So I, I'm I'm very very happy. It was a great time. We hope that it was uh, as educational for you as it was for us. It really was. It was amazing. I enjoyed myself, um, and you know, uh, you were okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> so that is it. That is our first mock draft of the football season or preseason, I guess you could say. So we will be coming back strong uh, over the next week. We're going to talk about things like values and um, you know reaches some busts and steals we're going to go through some of our rankings in terms of each position so we have a lot of content ready for you guys to uh, just you know it, we got to prepare you for the drafts drafts are coming up hot and heavy so please be on the lookout check us out at the fantasyfam.com on twitter at the fantasy fam um, send us an email send us any questions or concerns you have and on behalf of me and my wonderful cousin this is the fantasy fam signing off